Gay fact number one by Simo. I don't like making loveies with a lot of body hair. I call it sexfoliation. That was weird. Now back to your regular scheduled programming. And three, two, one. What are you doing? Testies in my mouth. Get on the ground, you fucking pledge. Ew. Welcome to the greatest podcast experience of your life. This is the Frat Chat Podcast. All young men like three things. Dude, Featuring Carlos Garcia and Chris And what's up everybody? Welcome to another incredible edition of the Frat Chat Podcast. How are you doing, Mr. Mo? I'm good. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Another week of caffeine power. Yeah. yeah! You know what? I can hear this water jug behind me gurgling, and I, I feel I, like it sounds like farts from the microphone. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought it was, it was your anus it making It sounds like noises. the BGs. It sounds like the bubble guts, but it's just your water jug. The BGs? Those are not the BGs I think of when you say the BGs. No, the BGs is bubble guts. You know what? There was one BG had his, like, his, the brother that wasn't part of the BGs, but he was like a famous singer. Beautiful. Yeah. He died. Oh, really? Yeah, all that, the, all the was, hot ones die. That was super depressing. Why would you start the show with I that? I don't know. I was thinking I was, about that. Like, I thought River you were going to tell me something like so really funny about me. the Bee Gees. And no, he, he's just dead. Cool. Great story, Simo. Thanks. Thank you. What's yeah. new with you? Oh, man. Well, I'm just ramping up for our next show, the greatest comedy show of all time, Friday, October 11th at 7 p.m., Broadway Comedy Club. Yeah. Check us out at broadwaycomedyclub.com or at Greatest Comedy Show on Instagram, Facebook. And yeah, that's that's really about it, man. I've just been ramping up, performing, doing a lot of mics. So let's kick some ash. How about you? What's up? Um, You know, I've been working on this sitcom that I've been writing. Yeah. With you, as you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm quite aware. I've got someone mentoring me. Uh, he was a showrunner for some really cool stuff. He's written for a lot of amazing sitcoms. He has a few Emmys, and he's taken a liking to me because we're both Chicagoans. And, and because Simo uh, swallows. And I swallow. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's great. So hopefully he'll pave the way. Because, you know, I, I try hard, but I don't really, that's, that's new for me. I can get on stage and sling some jokes. I can cry on cue. I'm a fantastic actor. Which is not easy. But when it comes to pitching a sitcom, I don't know what to do with that. Well, that's the thing that, you know, you don't learn about is the business side of the entertainment biz, you know. But speaking of the business side, yeah, that's a hell of a segue. Uh, how, how, how did your asshole appointment turn out? Do we have any news? Uh, I'm waiting for surgery. <laughs> it's a great segue. Yeah, I have, I have surgery coming up soon. Cool. So then what happens? Do they just remove then a piece of your asshole? This, they removed this lump in my fucking oh. rectum, dude. Wow. How big is the lump? I don't know. I mean, didn't they I tell you? I can't feel it. You know what? The other day, I put my finger all the way up my asshole in the shower just to see if I could feel it, and I can't feel it. I don't even want to know what that finger came out looking like afterwards. It looked like a chili, <laughs> looked like a chili dog. <laughs> and then I smeared it across my, my upper lip. Yep. Then, Dirty Sanchez style. Oh. And that's, I thought you were growing facial hair. Is that what that is? No. Oh, no. <laughs> it's just poo. It's just <laughs> It's just shit. 
Um, shout out to Moon Life Clothing. Yeah, I was going to segue to the Moon Life, but then I don't know if that's a good segue to them. But yeah, shout out to the, our official sponsor, the Moon Life Clothing. Make sure to use our promo code FRATCHAT in all caps for 10% off your next order. You hear that messaging? It sounds perfect. No stumbling. No multiple takes. Oh, thanks, Just Gazzo, for being cool. Yeah, that's true. I love the intro still. I was thinking the other, the other day that we need tattoos. Yeah, we, we, we said that the other week. We, we, we talked about that. Frat chat butt tattoos. I, I would say this. If we make it to either to like a million downloads, I would get a frat chat tattoo. Yeah. I would get Do the, you want frat. the frat or the chat. I would want the frat. Not get chat. Or actually, no, maybe I should get chat and you get frat because then people wouldn't believe it. You know, people can't believe that you're a fraternity and say, I got frat tattooed on my ass, bitch. And then you do. Yeah. That's, uh, you, can, you can show it to all the haters. It'll be great. I'm down. One million downloads, people. Make it happen. You know, we'll get tattoos and we'll post it on our shit so you know it's true. I've always thought about getting a, um, a tattoo of like a stick figure with no face. And then whatever mood I was in that day, I could just draw a face draw on it. Draw it on. That's pretty yeah. cool. Huh. I actually like that. I don't know where, where I would put it, though. Hmm. I, w- I, w- I would want people to see it, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe put it on your finger. <gasps> yeah. That's pretty cute. That is cute. Just hello. <laughs> but anyways. What are we talking about today? Well, uh, actually, before we get to today, last week, some people got triggered. Some brothers got triggered, well, brother. Tell me all about it. Well, <laughs> apparently, mm-hmm. some people are not very comfortable with themselves. And with they, thought, they thought how we described how they would describe the money rushes uh-huh. was off base. It's like, whoa, we did not say you are gay. We just said that the process of picking out pledges was a little gay. I mean, gay means happy. Um, true, but also means butt fucking. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I think that. And we butt fuck um, each other off air, but so what? You know why not? <laughs> Do as the Romans did. You know. So uh, I think that it's completely valid to make a claim that we per, we we try to attract attractive men in our fraternity mm-hmm. to make us look more attractive to sororities. Right. But get out of here, dudes have man crushes. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. And I, I know I'm hand crush when I see a man crush. Yeah. It's like, guys, we should give him a bid. He would just be like the perfect brother, you know? Like, he just would look so good in our letters, you know? Especially as he, like, walks around campus wearing our letters and the wind brushing against his hair. He would just be, like, so handsome while he, like, does our Greek sing routines in front of all the sorority girls, right? Like, they would all want him. All the girls that want to be with him, all the guys would want to be with him too. I mean, no, yeah, we should totally give him a bid. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> yeah, uh, <clears throat> totally. Manly. Right life, yeah. Bit- <laughs> when Bitch Tits went to go study abroad for a semester, mm-hmm. he was my roommate. So I got like a random roommate, this guy named. <laughs> that was just my roommate for a semester. Mm-hmm. We don't keep in touch. I and mean, he's a cool kid, but, mm-hmm. um, but I, don't, I have no idea where he is right now. But uh, I remember uh, the president at the time. He was.
was like, yo, your roommate is money, man. He, he, he pulls all the chicks, man. He should oh, definitely, man. you should give him the rush. Like he's a, such a cool guy. But I used to think to myself, you don't know anything about him. Right. You haven't asked me any questions. All you've seen are pictures. Ooh. You've just, you've just met him in passing, but you don't, you don't know what he sounds like. You didn't even extend your hand to shake his hand and get to know him at all. This, He's just seen him. Does, does this go down while you guys are having your uh, dance practices <laughs> by yourselves with your shirts off? Like, you know, we did a lot sweet of moves, Sima. By the way, your roommate is money. A lot of sweaty <laughs> dancing in the basement of his mortgage company. I like how his abs glisten while I saw him playing varsity football. <laughs> <laughs> you should give him a bid. Okay, and that actually brings us to a perfect segue. This week, we're going to talk about love and frat life. Romance. Romance. In the fraternity house. And yeah, Who buddy. Fucked whom? Who fucked whom? Now we're going to put out all y'all shit. You know what? Um, a lot of people are probably shaking their boots right now, wondering if we're going to blow up their spot. Right. I have a lot of people reach out to me. They're like, please don't talk about XYZ. Yeah, right? It's like, I didn't even remember that, but thanks for, <laughs> thanks for refreshing my memory. Yeah. I think to myself, you know what? If you weren't a creepo, then I had no material. Right. So just acknowledge the fact that you were a creepo and make better choices moving forward. The only people who are worried about what I would say is because they have some creepy skeletons in their closet. I'm like, okay, dude. Yeah. <laughs> creepy skeletons and a lot of dildos. <laughs> so... Love while in a fraternity is an interesting phenomenon, ladies and gents, because the way that it progresses is via stages. When you first start a fraternity, it's all new. You see all of a sudden these sorority girls you want to meet, you see all these things, so you're not looking for a girlfriend whatsoever. So that's where you start to get into the face of your fraternity life, where you look at it as the hookup phase, you know, like maybe the puppy phase. Everything's great. You just want to stick your toe in and and and, and, and just lots of other things in as many places as you possibly you can. Stick your toe in some badge, right? And it's you know test the waters. You know that these girls, for the most part, wouldn't talk to you before you had the letters. And God, as messed up as it sounds, those letters really do get girls to talk to you. It just it, it was like a transformation. I changed nothing about myself. I put on a stupid T-shirt, and all of a sudden, like I just became cooler in girls' eyes. Yeah. So. You know, you you have this all this exposure to things, and you want to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. So for me, like, I will say, once I got into the fraternity, is where I kind of went a little crazy, <laughs> and it was, you know, let's see how many girls I can meet, and you know, I enjoy the social aspect of it. You know, when I joined, when I was rushing, there was a fraternity president who was not attractive, mm-hmm. but he got uh, a lot of action in the bedroom. He yeah. and uh, I think he had a I think he had a girlfriend for most of the college experience, um, but he also is like getting sucked off in the back of every party. He used to get a lot of action. I used to think to myself, "Wow, you know what? Um, being the president of the fraternity gives get, makes you, I guess, um, worthy." I don't know. I just always thought to myself, like, if he didn't have that position, if he wasn't involved with that fraternity would he be getting as much action as he did i wonder if these girls thought that maybe they were using him to step up the ranks of the social ladder to say you know and that I definitely happened off the president you know what i mean and definitely now when people say he i hope to i guess is what i'm saying i think it's a little both and i saw that too i definitely saw things like that um however i will say uh maybe i myself i'm a little guilty of getting slobnobbed in several bathrooms 
That was kind of the move, though. But here's the thing. I never chose the bathroom myself, especially at the, at the fraternity party. 99% of the times, the girls chose the bathroom themselves. Really? I don't know why, but it's this. I don't know if it was because it was easy access in and out. I don't, I don't know. One time, though, <laughs> and there was a particular house that we spoke about in our uh, frat house living episode. Uh-huh. Uh, we called it the Lock Raven House. And... Um, I had a particular brother who I made it a point to try to hook up with as many girls as possible in his room. <laughs> so then whenever he would bring up a girl into his room, he'd open the door and turn on the light and I'd be like in his floor like, hey, dude. <laughs> I'm dead. And one time, the first time that it happened, he opened the door, turned on the light, sees me there with the girl. And he goes, God damn it, Carlos. <laughs> You finish up and you get out of here, but make it quick. Uh-huh. And he took his girl and left and left and gave me the room. And I was like, you are the man. Like, thank you. Remember one time this girl, um, this, uh, we had a STD social mm-hmm. and she followed me into the bathroom and she was wasted. And she was like, you, ever, you know what a blumpkin is? Oh God. Yeah. You know what a blumpkin is? Yeah. I don't know you're getting a blowjob while shitting. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to go poop. I just had to go pee. Right. But I told her flat out, I was like, um, nothing would make me m- more uninterested than yeah. hearing you talk about a blumpkin. And I was smelling like, my own shit while there's I... There's no way I can get my dick hard after that for sure. Like, I don't really get my dick hard with ladies in general, but talking about poop, mixing poop into um, making loveys, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, not interested. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, get out, wait your turn. Thank you. <laughs> get so out of here. this girl... Uh, brought me upstairs one time and she wanted to take me into the bathroom but for some reason on the way up the stairs my stomach just went and I had to fucking shit my friend and I was bad like I had to go so bad the jungle juice tore you up (laughs) yeah right and I make it up to the bathroom and I say hold on let me make sure this bathroom is not disgusting so we can go in there and I go in there and I quickly sit in the toilet and it all came out in one push. It was like, <laughs> and I go to flush the toilet. The toilet doesn't flush. Oh no! And it's it stinks. It smells <laughs> so bad. It's like the worst thing I've ever seen. And I filled up like half the toilet. So I need to make it a getaway. <laughs> and then uh, I tell her. Listen, um, sorry, we can't go in there. Some asshole took a shit in here. <laughs> and it smells awful. And she's like, no, how bad can it be? And she comes in and is like, oh, my God. <laughs> so our sister sorority, one time at there's one of their apartments. or well, I don't think it was a house. It was like a really nice apartment. Mm-hmm. And they had a utility tub like in like their laundry room. And there's a long line. For the bathroom, they had two bathrooms. There's a long line for each of them, and I had a shit so bad because we had a wine and cheese social, and oh, I can't God. have dairy, you know. Right. And so uh, I didn't think it would hit me that fast. I figured, oh, I'll eat a couple pieces of cheese, and I'll go home and, and blow up the bathroom at home. No big deal. <laughs> no, that shit hit me like a ton of bricks, and I was like, I can't wait in line that long. Simo and- ate six pounds of cheese. I'll <laughs> 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 <That'll> be fine. <laughs> <It's> so. <laughs> So I was like, well, I, I had to shit somewhere and it's too cold to poop outside. So I went to the, uh, their laundry room and I stood mm-hmm. up and like squatted in their utility <gasps> sink. Oh, <laughs> and took that tub in there. that's <laughs> awful. Bad. Dude. 
Wow, and someone really has to clean that because at least with the toilet, I feel like they could figure that out. Maybe put some water in the back of the tank. I felt so bad. I was like, I don't know what to do. And I was like running water trying to get it to go down, but that felt so bad. (laughs) Was it like a solid turd too that it's like can't go down the drain? And then I remember uh, someone commenting like, "Man, like something's wrong with their sump pump or something." And I was like, "Yeah, (laughs) I think so. I noticed that earlier." (laughs) Oh my god! Actually, in one of our fraternity houses. some some girl from a sorority that like a, a few of them came to to a party and one of them took a poop in the shower and left it there really yeah and we know it was a sorority girl for sure because it was the only people that had access to the bathroom and the only girls that were in the house were from that particular sorority so it was one of them for sure you should have sent them a bill a plumbing bill I know, right or like <laughs> come clean this up Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> But they never, um, they never found out who it specifically was. I was like, man, we should DNA test that poop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> pledges! So um, when I remember being a, a freshman pledging, I pledged the spring semester, and I remember the beginning of every social felt like a high school dance where, like, girls were on one side, guys, guys were on the other on the side, outside. and the older ones were trying to introduce us, but they were like, right. we can't be bothered because we have, you know, um, vagina or dick on the brain, you know? So... <laughs> Uh, I remember at the very beginning, it's always awkward, but then we had to stay late to help clean up. And mm-hmm. so it was uh, the girls at the end of the party, uh, I guess maybe being liquored up and um, I guess maybe a little desperate by the end, just wanted to find anyone. Mm-hmm. So I remember getting a lot of, um, I guess, offers mm-hmm. at the end of a social, but I like really took any of them. I was like, no, Plus, older girls have- secretly love pledges. I know, right? They really did. Because I think it's because we were fresh meat and we were untapped territory. And, you know, they weren't corrupted by the fraternity life yet. So it was like, you know, these new guys that just didn't know any better. And, like, they just assumed they were less jerky, you know? (laughs) The girls would say, you're so sensitive. Right. You're such a good listener. And I was like, that's one way to look at it. (laughs) (laughs) But my girls would be like, you want to come back with me? And I'd be like, "Uh, I have class early in the morning. I have theater history um, at 9 a.m. But thanks. I never really like, like had many like fights with people after I would hook up with them or things like that. Or like, like ended up in a bad way. It was always pretty friendly. You know what I mean? Unless they like would hook up with my friends after. And then I would like, I hated that. I hated walking in and seeing like, for example, once I hooked up with this girl who gave me a BJ. Yes. And What's a BJ? It is kind of like licking, getting to the center of a tukti pot. <laughs> some say it takes 676 licks. But some people, like me, sometimes it takes me three licks. <laughs> <laughs> three licks. <laughs> <laughs> to get to my creamy middle. <laughs> 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 but yeah, and then, so I hook up with her, and I actually kind of liked her. I come home the next week. I, I, was sh- I shared a bedroom with my friend, with my, one of my brothers. I opened the door, and she's having sex with him. And I was like, no! Yikes. So, so uh, in our fraternity, if a guy hooked up, I'm sorry, if a girl hooked up with three or more of our brothers, she was called a mattress. A mattress. Do you think that they called us that? Because there was a lot of um, brothers who yeah. got around. I would, I would have been a mattress in a couple of sororities. Really? Yeah. Two of them. In particular. Actually, three of them. Yeah, three. <laughs> well, you're such a mattress. It, w- it would just happen. Like, I wish that 
after college, <laughs> hooking up is that easy, but it really isn't. It gives you like a false sense of self-confidence. So it's like, oh yeah, like I'm the man. It's like, no man. I was you, always in the friend zone. You didn't need any game in college though. But do you always kind of wanted to be in the friend zone? Yeah, I was cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> I was cool with that. <laughs> well, eventually though, I grew out of that phase because it happens to a lot of people where, you know, the new becomes old and then you start wanting more. You start looking for something else. And that's when you, especially at this point, you're maybe nearing your junior year of college where you mature a little bit, you know, and you shift to phase two of fraternity life, which is relationship stage. Mm-hmm. And here's a problem with being in a relationship and fraternity in college. There is a lot of cheating. There's a lot of temptation. Yeah. There's a lot of things that happen. And there's a lot of things that get in your way. Um, I had two relationships in college. A six-monther that kind of like started quickly, ended over the summer, and then one that was long-term, that was close to two years. The, the first one, I didn't really think much of it at the time. And when it ended, um, I went, I was kind of depressed for two weeks until we started school again, and we went back to the parties, and there were girls, and I got over it very quickly. The second one, not so much. The only way to get over someone is to get under someone new. That's what they say, right? That's what they say. It's very true. And I also think that maybe we were just attracted to each other and there wasn't much there for like a long-term relationship, you know, versus the second one. And like I said, the first one fizzles. It ends over the summer. She breaks up with me (laughs) over the phone, too. So I was like, damn. And then, however, I became single again for a few months. And then I met the other girl that I would eventually date and honestly that one was like a spark where i really it was kind of like love at first sight you know what i mean like i really really like this person and at first the first three months of that was total puppy love i did not care i could dodge all temptation like a force field i did not give a shit i was like i'm not fucking this up but then once that new period ended you know i it was going to socials and going to these things it became a little too much she was not allowed Correct. And she was in a different sorority, so she couldn't come with me to socials. She can't come to me to a lot of things. And we do a lot of private parties and a lot of different things where it's just us and girls and lots and lots and lots of alcohol. So, you know, like there was a lot there where, you know, people would text me or I would start texting them. And like I said, I was always known as this party guy. So then people would see, hey, what are you up to tonight? Is there anything going on? And also me loving the attention, did not want to let it go. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, hit me up, blah, 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 which obviously no girlfriend's going to like. Yeah. Also, when you're really, really into your fraternity, like I was, uh, you, you split time then, you know, and you have to at some times put your relationship second, which will wear on that relationship. Correct. You know? And third, the final nail in my coffin was I was really, really drunk at this uh, this yearly meow festival day drink that we had. Oh yeah! And uh, some girl kissed me. I let it happen. It was my fault. But someone saw it, told her, and then she broke up with me. Yeah, she had oh, so every you right didn't to bone anybody. It was just a kiss. Like she kissed me, yeah, yeah, and I was yeah, so yeah, drunk. And one thing that sucks is that what sucks for her is that I went to the bar that I was in to throw up. <laughs> I went in there and threw up, and within five minutes of that, this girl kissed me. And, but I didn't even Ew. remember it. Like, it took me, like, I woke up, and I get a, I'm, see, like, a bunch of missed calls from my, I mean, my ex now. 
And all of a sudden, I, I was like, what the fuck? And I call her back. And she is immediately, first question, were you at the bar last night? I said, yeah, I went in there to throw up. I was in there for maybe like 25 minutes. Why? And then she starts screaming, so-and-so saw you there, blah, blah, blah. And honestly, I was so drunk that night that it took me a good five minutes to like remember that that, in fact, had happened. And once it did, I was like, oh, no. And I knew I fucked up. And she, it was the day of her formal, too. Oh, no. That she broke up with me. And it was, and it was awful. And here's the thing. You, know what, you don't know what you have till it's gone. I knew what I had. And honestly, it was, I knew that I needed to keep myself away from the shit. But I just couldn't. I, like, I don't know what the hell it was. You, know, and, you live and you learn, buddy. But w- once it, it was over, though... <laughs> I like try like to hit on girls. It nothing was doing. I was like your stereotypical like breakup movie, like just like I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. You know how many uh, how many relationships I had in college? Zero. <laughs> oh, there was this girl that I had a big crush on, so I thought, you know, I thought she was really cool. We were really good friends. Um, but uh, in my mind, I thought that, you know, I had a crush on her. And so uh, I remember talking about her to my my family at, like, a dinner. And, and they were like, like, oh, Chris has a girl? You hear <laughs> that? You hear that? Chris has a girlfriend. Like, no, she's not a girlfriend. She's just a girl I like. Your like, dad's oh, like, Chris yes, I told you girl. he wasn't gay. <laughs> And everyone was like so like eh, about it, like they were like just making like you know, um, Josh me. But then I had a little cousin who was eight years younger, mm-hmm. and he had expressed the same thing. You know, I got this girlfriend. They're like, oh, and then we get to meet her. Like it was like legitimate. Like oh, oh. it's fantastic. We're very happy for you. But me, they were like, oh, <laughs> do you? Oh, <laughs> look at that. <laughs> Oh, um, they did not believe you. That's geez. sad. I remember going to this bar in uh, Power Plant. It was called like Dicks. I always ended up making out with somebody. Yeah, it was such a such a, a drunk fat. Yeah, it just happens in college. You make like, out with somebody, um, and then uh, I would get so smashed that someone ended up taking me home, but not to bone, just to make sure that I didn't die. You didn't die, <laughs> dude. I don't, I don't know what it was in college. I would literally black out. And then come back into it and be like making out with someone. Be like, how did this happen? Like, yeah. I thought I was brain dead like five seconds ago. Like, how, how am I here? You know, I don't know. It's just college, oh the magical gosh. world. I remember, I remember in college, I used to have my button up shirt and I oh, would yeah. unbutton it enough so you can see my, my thick silver chain, <laughs> you know, and my hair be spiky, lots of hair product. And then I remember watching that the first episode of Jersey Shore. Oh, and being yeah. like, yikes. That was all of us. Yep. Like the Jersey Shore ago. was like the voice of our uh-huh. college generation, man. Like, it really was. Like, wow, we all looked like that. And then yep. I grew my hair out when I had my signature look. It's funny. I, I look back on, like, pictures, though, and I really, like, my style hasn't changed that much. Like, oh, gosh, <laughs> black T-shirts and jeans, man. Like, it's been working for me forever, and I like it. So let me ask you a question. Um... Would, when you um, were attracted to a girl at a party, uh, did it matter knowing that she may have hooked up with a fraternity brother like uh, days or weeks prior, or was that barely a deterrent after a few drinks? 
Um, I was going to say it depends on how blacked out I was at the time, to be honest. But I really had a rule where it's like I hated hooking up with girls after I knew that they had hooked up with one of my friends. Especially if it was something more than if they kissed someone, you know, like I said, like it's college. You wake up and you're making out with someone like, what the fuck? How did I how did I get here? But it's like if I know that you were blowing my roommate a week ago. I'm not going to make out with you this week. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I, I was always worried about getting like an STD or something or like herpes. <laughs> well, some girls I only knew as being with multiple dudes. I knew nothing yeah. else about them except for the fact that uh, they hooked up with lots of the guys in the fraternity. I always felt bad for them. I definitely hooked up. I know for a fact I must have hooked up with girls that had hooked up with brothers before. But most of the time that I heard anything, it was usually someone hooking up with a girl after I hooked up with them. And one time, it happened on the same night. So they had sloppy seconds. Right. And one punch from the night that I got a blowjob at the bar, Yeah. Um, that girl went home with one of my pledge brothers. Really? <laughs> yep. I remember, I remember girls uh, at the fraternity house, like, just hanging out there, you know, uh, on a, not necessarily, like, a big house party, but just, like, drinking, like, on a weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, there'd be, like, an opportunity. I see, like, people eyeballing each other across the room. And I would say to the girls sometimes, be like, don't be that person. Like, right. we just got here. Yeah. We just got, don't be that person. Because when you come downstairs after doing the deed, then everyone's going to be talking about you and whispering. Right. Just don't be that. Just just enjoy yourself right now. I, and then I a lot of the girls would be like, I came over for that. Right, right, right. I was going like, to say, oh, okay. I then saw do girls your- do stuff like that where they were like, you know, especially bigs and littles. So they'd be like, don't, you know, don't be a slut, little, like. Watch out, you know, blah, blah, blah. But on the other side of the coin, I would see bigs training their littles and like slutty in training. You know what I mean? Like there was this one particular time where the big was dancing with me and she dragged her little into the dance floor to then dance with one of the brothers. And literally it was one of these things where it was like whatever the big would do, it was monkey see, monkey do. The little would do. So then the, it was freak dancing time. And then when we went to college, right, we oh, yeah. asked Wiener. <laughs> and so she started like dancing and then all of a sudden she like dropped it low and it started like really grinding. And as she would do it, the little would then do it to, to, the, to my brother. And it, I, it got to a minute where honestly like I stopped dancing because I was like, this is kind of awkward. It feels like... It feels like she's, like, pimping out her little in a weird way, and I don't want any part of this. Lacey, I used to always get really weirded out when, like, fraternity brothers had girlfriends that I was friends with, you know? Like, mm-hmm. hang out all the time, and their girlfriends are always around. You become friends with the girlfriends. But yeah. then, like, they would be hooked up with other girls at parties or at socials, and it put me in such an uncomfortable position. So I like to think of myself as pretty genuine. Right. And I, like to, I don't like to be phony. Mm-hmm. And so then hanging out with them at the student union, you know, like, the the next day, eating right. eating lunch at the... Patuxent, and if you're like a dick, you shouldn't know. Uh, you know, you know something you shouldn't. And, and, and always, it would happen all the time. Yeah, and I, would, I would always, you know, secretly internally judge the brothers. Like, wow, what, a, what an asshole! Like, you have a really yeah. nice girl here. Why would you do that? Like, to be honest, like to this day, that cheating thing is something that bothers me that I did it because it's like I've always, you know, looked at myself as being like a good guy, and I like pride myself on that. And really, like, I think back on it, it's like. Who knows? Like, I'm very happy and I'm in a relationship now. Love her to death, you know. By the I, way, happy belated birthday, Julie. Happy, yeah, happy belated birthday. Um, which, But I wonder, like, had, had I not done this, maybe I would have married this girl. Maybe not, you know. But, like, I really, like, at that particular point in my life, there was no one I loved more. And I so fucked you, it up. you drunk, made out with someone at a bar. Mm-hmm. Like, when I hear cheating, I don't think, like, a drunk make out. I think well, of, here's like, the thing. boning. 
she was already sick of me talking to other girls and she was sick of like like the fraternity coming first sometimes even though i would prioritize her too sometimes the fraternity would come first especially when i was like on the e-board and had to do shit you know and i was like while i was in it i was very involved you know so i think it was a combination of things but also like it was the me saying like oh this won't happen again this won't happen again you know it's like first she sees me talking to girls then she sees a girl hitting on me at a party oh don't worry this won't happen again then someone kissed me and it's like how do you convince someone that something that already happened won't happen again it's hard to trust someone and i broke the trust i will say i i do see their side of the corner where it's like really it's not that bad it's not like i had sex with someone like eventually I, maybe i would have forgiven them but God, I'm such a jealous piece of shit that you know, if it was the shoes on the other foot, who knows what I would have done. You so know? I have a question for you. Shoot. All the all the BJs yes. that you got in college, mm-hmm. did you ever return the favor with a licky lick? Hell yeah. I was I'm good about Were you that. One for one? Not one for one, but it's because I will say, like, when you're in a bathroom situation, it's not so easy to necessarily go down on a girl unless we're gonna get on the floor, you know what I mean? Because then she really has to take a lot of things off or she's wearing a skirt well you can get on your knees and she can put one leg over your shoulder yeah but that's uncomfortable for who for me i'm 200 pounds man like it's different i'm not a fucking professional baseball catcher here you can put your knees on the bath mat and girls would do really gross things at fraternity parties most of the time like piss outside and not wipe i do not trust with those vajayjays <laughs> i'm sorry like i if i go home with the girl and we are in a home setting and i'm in her apartment and we're in mine don't give a shit don't give a shit. At the frat house, I, where I literally just saw you like kneeling to piss with your friend. Sorry, man. I remember one no time. No wipey, no licky. The man who tastes his own semen. Bursting in line ahead of me into the bathroom. He's like, hey, can I just get in there real quick? I'll be really quick. I'm like, no. And he's like, no, I'm about, I'm about to leave. I just need to like splash up a bit to make sure I'm, I'm good. And I was like, didn't you shower before coming here? Yeah. How bad can you possibly be? He's right. like, hey, man, just let me splash around. But he would, he would just go in the bathroom and put water on his fingers, you know, and like, and like uh, you know, rinse off his nuts, I guess. Ew. That's disgusting. Ew, man. How much could you possibly sweat? I sweat a lot and I wasn't that fucking gross. I don't know. Maybe he was, I don't know, maybe he was spraying his nuts with Axe spray. Who knows? <laughs> that was big back in the day, Axe spray, right? Yeah, Axe spray was huge. Um, some Jewish midget got his first blowjob ever because he was at the front of a bathroom line and this girl like was trying to cut and she was like I have to pee so bad I will piss myself and she says if you let me go in front of you I will give you head and he's like okay really <laughs> yeah. that easy that's how he got his first blowjob oh my gosh I go really really wanted to pee of all places to hook up why do people hook up in a bathroom more than any place else I still understand I don't know I don't know I I maybe think it's the fact that you can get in and out I think it's the only because girls have to think about you know like if you go in a bedroom with someone like what can happen in there like I think maybe it's a safety thing people have sex in the weirdest places but it's also a kinky thing remember the other day on stage I was talking about um, Fire Island yep so it's like two main gay portions there's the Fire Island Pines, and then there's Cherry Grove. Mm-hmm. And when you walk between the two, there's like a 20 minute hike through these like dunes. Right. And that's what they call the meat rack. And that's where everyone like walks off to the sides, like in this like sandy dune, they fuck each other. Right. And to me, I'm like, the worst place to have sex is probably in sand. Like yeah. the opposite of lube is sand. Oh, especially if you were to look sex. at like the gay periodic table, like you got lube on one side, <laughs> and then the other side, there's um, sand or next to glitter. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh. What a mess. Oh, dude, Disgusting yeah. Disgusting mess. So let me ask you this. Who um, do you think 
the girls were skankier than guys who were we skankier than the girls? Um, I think that it depends, really. It depends because I knew girls that, for example, there was a girl that I know that was in a fivesome, her and her friend, and three of the brothers. <gasps> All at the same time? All at the same time. So three dicks, two vaginas, two buttholes. And they called me the gay one. <laughs> it was all very dark, supposedly. But I'm like, all that's the- pretty fucking slutty, and I I wouldn't do that. And the same girl wanted me and my at-the-time roommate... Shit titties. To, really? to, to double-team her one time. And we looked at each other. This was in our apartment. Are we drunk enough to do this? And we're like, nah. So it's like double penetration or is it like an Eiffel Tower thing? I would not do double penetration. I think that's too weird. That's that'd be too, The closest I would ever do, but I couldn't do a threesome with two dudes. But if I were, it would have to be Eiffel Tower. And yeah. I couldn't switch. Like once I have a hole, I'm committing to that hole. Yeah. You know, like I'm not I'm not going into the other one then after someone else was already in there. Like, ugh. Because then I you're really putting if, yourself if at risk. appealing to a lady because... Um, maybe she has so much stamina that she knows that one guy couldn't satisfy her so he can get her wrapped up and then the other guy can finish it off. Maybe. Maybe. But I just couldn't, like I said, we, in a previous episode, I would hook up with someone while my roommate was in his bed with someone else and the lights were off and we couldn't see, we couldn't, nothing was, you know, but then to be in a room in a situation where two dudes are actively trying to get off at the same time with the same person there's you know i don't know i couldn't do it i was talking about this the other day at at work and i was like you know um a lot of these guys need to get these like a lot a lot of uh action at the parties and i never understood why because it never necessarily looked the part and they were like well donald trump doesn't look the part he got a lot of action like yeah he had money he paid for action but donald trump in the 70s with the 20 you know in the back of a party i don't know you know, you want to bust your brain? You want to mind fuck yourself? Donald Trump in the 70s was considered like a sexy man. Like women thought he was attractive. Really? Donald Trump's like six foot four, six foot five. He, at the time, his hair hadn't fallen off into what the fuck it is now. He wasn't fake tan and he was like in shape. Like not oh jacked, but he was skinny. So women loved him. But on top of that, he was rich really? and he was brass and he would say all these things like, seriously, Yuck. people love Donald Trump. You no, know, when he came to my work, I remember he was like, it was around Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what's with all these hearts on the window? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, have you ever heard of a little thing called Valentine's Day? It's a holiday. It's kind of close to President's Day. Have you heard Who's of that? Who's Valentine? And why are they having a day about him? They should have Donald Day. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Believe me. Please. Ew, what a gross guy. Yeah, With clammy small hands. Yeah. That's right, America. I said it. <laughs> I touched the hands and I've said it. Yeah, true. How, how did that feel? It was like, feel like shaking a baby's hand who's very tall? It was a pussy handshake. <laughs> That's why he does that pull thing, probably, to compensate for the teeny it hands. It was like a really sad, like, like wimpy, clammy, oh. wet handshake. And in the 70s, too, remember, like, the most, like, the sexiest men alive were, like, not necessarily, like, pretty boys. Pretty boys weren't in. It was more, like, burly. Jack Nicholson. Harry, yeah, Jack Nicholson, Gross. businessy. Right, like, like it's really been in, like, the last 20 years since the Brad Pitts and, of the world came out where, like, the pretty boy has become the thing. Where it's like Is Brad Pitt on the cover of GQ right now? Maybe. Man, what a beautiful man. Dude, he's like 58 years old, and I would bang him myself. I don't care. You know, they said that one <laughs> one perfect person graced the earth. 
So they say in those, you know, I tales. I think it's him. And he is currently on the cover of GQ magazine. <laughs> in his 50s. <laughs> like, know. dude. And he looks like he's just like a cool guy. Like he like pops up on Ellen. He popped up in an episode where it's, he's literally sitting in the crowd the whole episode. Yeah. Well, she has a guest and shit. And it's like, hi, hi Brad Pitt. Like, <laughs> and he's just in the crowd, like chiming in as the show's on, like eating popcorn. Like. You know what? He's if a fucking megastar. Alcoholism, sign me up. Right, seriously. I'm ready. God, I wish. No, he's so, the man. So in conclusion, what can you say about romance and fraternities? Doesn't I really will exist, say does it? if you want a successful relationship, make sure you get everything out of phase one, which is, you know, their hookup time. Get all get that out, out of your, your system. system. Yeah. Just make sure you do and make sure you are ready because as much as you might like someone, temptation is really fucking hard. And honestly, like like I said, I still really, really regret having cheated on someone and saying, saying that this is on my record. And you will save yourself a lot of pain from hurting someone and yourself by just knowing that you're making sure that you're in the right place for a relationship and that you'll be able to navigate through this. Maybe it'll be just if you drink 20 beers a night, drink 10 so you can still like function, you know? You know, I felt like the, uh, the purpose of the social, we were told us to socialize. Right. But the underlying like... Was to hook up. Yeah. The, the, the real purpose is to not go home alone, right. which was kind of like the underlying... Uh, uh, you if know. you go home by yourself, that's an uns- uh, 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 unsuccessful You're evening. kind of a loser, yeah. That's really sad if you think about it that way. And, you know, and another thing too, frat guys, 99% of them say that when they break up with a girl, it's like, oh, I'm going right back to the Poon Saloon. It's going to be great. The Poon Saloon? The I never heard that saloon. before. It's open the for business. Saloon. And then they get dumped. And then they do not go to the Poon Saloon. They sit at home and cry, playing Halo for two no, weeks. True. I think, <laughs> you know, I, I think that, uh, uh, unfortunately, a lot of popularity was based off of how successful you were in the lady department. Right. Um, there's no doubt in my mind that the ladies had the same uh, locker room banter. Absolutely. We probably talked about our guys like they were pieces of meat. Oh, Absolutely. I no. know that for a fact. I have heard of these conversations myself, mm-hmm. so I can definitely verify that for sure. Everyone's a skank in college. Right. It's just the me. time to be skanky. I and was confused. Seems much just sad. <laughs> <laughs> but he I could tongue punch a badge like it was his job. For like a nine to five, ladies. Tongue punching that shit box, man. That's how he knows how to it's beatbox like, so well. I never did that in college. You know, I don't think I've ever... Uh, I, I barely even masturbated. Really? Yeah, I was pretty much just like... Going to bed early. Wow. <laughs> That's really um, depressing. Not because I um, was like ready. It's just because I would drink to oblivion and I would just wake up early because I passed out early. If you would have been out at the time in college, I mean, do you think things were open enough where you even would have had a boyfriend? Because, I mean, I feel like it would have been scandalous. It would have been, I don't know. The world really opened up after the fact. You know, there was a lot of gay relationships in college in uh, the theater department Mm -hmm. and there wasn't one guy in my department that would have been remotely attracted to. Mm. Because, you know, people in in, uh, theater theater were very different than the people that we hung out with in in Greek life. And actual, like, good-looking actors you see in Hollywood. (laughs) Correct. A lot of people in theater, um, you know, they wore jammies every day to school. They looked like Simo before his bid. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, we we didn't really have, like, our, our, like, 
dress code in the in the in the acting department mm-hmm. was to wear what we call movement clothes. So it was pretty much like jammies and like t shirts. Right, just things are comfortable. And uh, people literally just rolled out of bed. And sometimes I don't think they even showered. Like it was kind of like I couldn't tell the difference between like a grad student right. and a homeless person, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I was never there's no one ever that was like tempting to me, right. you know. Well, because I remember, for example, and this didn't happen in our fraternity, but it was a big deal. Two brothers from another fraternity that wasn't around when you were in. Um, it was a big national fraternity, Pike. Uh, they made out at a social and word got out of it. And literally people were like really shitting on the fraternity and them and being like, oh, my God, the fraternity's faggots. Like it was going really in. And Someone the other day I was listening to the podcast, someone at work, and they were like, let me ask you something, Simo. Um, did you ever have any crush on any fraternity brothers? Did you ever like um, uh, masturbate thinking of them? And I was like, no, absolutely not. Hi. Like. I, I knew them too well yeah. to be attracted to them. That's true. <laughs> I knew all their dirty. Yeah. When you see how the sausage is made, you no longer want the hot dog. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> I couldn't say it better myself on that note. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, it's good to know the brothers, uh, brothers, Simo didn't want to fuck you. No especially way. now all the, ones that, all the ones that blocked you on Facebook 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I can relax. Can relax and secure You're people. Safe. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, Mr. Simo, I think you have to motion for something, or else we'll stay on the air. Uh, I motion to adjourn. And a second. Thank you guys so much for joining. Follow us on Frat Chat Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Follow me at Carlos Does the World and Simo at Chris.more.comedy. We're out of here. Ciao, gang. Bye. Bye.